0: Hello and welcome to the movie Wala podcast and today we are talking about Namak Haram. The movie released in 1973 and it's directed by Rishikesh Mukherjee and it stars Rajesh Khanna, Namita Bachchan. And along with them we have Rekha, Asrani and so many other good actors actually. A long list. What else? Okay, the music is by Adi Berman. And the Prime Minister of India in 1970 (laughs) was Indira Gandhi.
1: And the dialogues and story is by Gulzar. Just in case people forget, I should remind them. Okay. The story is about two friends, uh, one of whom is rich, another one is not rich. And um, mostly it's about their relationship and also about social status in India at that time. So it's like, communism versus socialism versus capitalism and in all of this there is friendship so yeah there isn't really any other story except just friendship and economic status
0: yeah i think it was 1973 i think india was going through these teething problems of a toddler or a young adult (laughs) you know 73 (laughs) so yeah like you had mentioned it had a lot of clash between you know different classes and different economic what status of people in
1: india yeah Okay, so, you know, one thing off the bat, which I realized was because we just watched Janzeer and then we watched Namakaram, you can actually tell, and the movies came out in the same year, but the tone and the language and the execution of these stories is so different. Like, even the way anger is shown is so different. The way the story is narrated is so different. I was like, oh my God, this is exactly how you would explain. Like, you know, this is Gulzar and Rishikesh's world. And that was Javed Akhtar and Manmohan Desai and, you know, that world. And I was like, I, I found that fascinating. I mean, I know that movie was made by Prakashmir. I was just trying to create like just the worlds which were... Yeah, the comparison different.
0: between the writing as well, right? The dialogues and yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh Yeah, the voice of uh, Gulzar and obviously Salim Javed is completely different. It's a good uh, difference, especially when you're watching these movies back to back.
1: Yeah. And also when I was watching it and, you know, right now we are in the middle of American election and all that. And I was like, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders would love this movie. (laughs) Oh, 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 yeah. (laughs) And I was
0: like, if they watched this, they would be like, yes, Exactly. That is exactly what we, what we stand for.
1: <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. But that also, you know, just suddenly makes me realize I'm so old. I'm so old.
0: <laughs> in what sense?
1: In the sense how I'm processing information and processing movies. Because there is clearly, mm. I mean, you know, you clearly remember watching these movies while growing up and watching them now. And I'm sure when I watch them in like e- You know, I'm a, I'm born in 80s, I'm a kid of the 90s, so I might have watched it sometime between those two decades. Yeah. And I'm sure things were happening, and I know things were happening in India where I could have connected, but I didn't. I didn't care about the, let me connect this movie to the political scenario in the country right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think at that point of time when we watched it, we would have just looked at their friendship. And rich and poor, that is about it, right? Yeah, we wouldn't have thought about it in terms of socialism and capitalism and things like that, yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't even think I knew all of this. I don't think I knew what was communism and capitalism and I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah, and actually I do remember like thinking, this was one of, this used to be back then, it's just not true anymore, but this was probably one of my least favorite Rishi Keshe movies. I mean, Sura, chupke chupke, those are like, you know, slice of life, so mm. emotional and so funny. Anand, oh my God, I love Anand. Even though it's not like haha funny, but it is like funny.
0: So I had to really go back and see if it is actually Rishikesh Mukherjee. Because we, the movies that we associate with them are the movies that you just listed out. This is a completely different zone for him, but he still brought in a little bit of slice of life. You know, it yeah. was too filmy. I don't know how to say that. You know, the essence wasn't too masala and too filmy. It just, you know, you could still see a little bit of the... Did you see that? Did you realize that?
1: That's exactly what I meant when I said that you could compare the world of Prakash, Mehra, Mohan Desai, all of those people versus Rishikesh Mukherjee. And you're absolutely right. Even though the film was like a full-on Hindi mainstream movie, it wasn't like over-the-top masala. Like, I could totally see everybody's point of view. And this was the first time where I was like, you know, why is capitalism so bad again? Like, <laughs> because the reason for that being like they show both sides. And, you know, even when uh, Amitabh Bachchan's father is explaining to him that why, I mean, his, his means to get there are wrong. Like he's doing things which are illegal and immoral. But if he didn't do those things, and then he's like, why why is it wrong to want more? And, you know, why is it wrong to monetize what you have, the skills you have, and so on and so forth? And and I didn't have an answer
0: for that, right? Like, it's not... I I am completely with you on that, because uh, there was another scene as well where Amitabh Bachchan kind of takes over the factory, you know, and then I think one of the workers, he has an accident on site, and uh amitabh actually compensates him with 2000 rupees or something which is uh-huh. actually is what you're legally supposed to give at that point of time so he gives that but rajesh khanna and the union they want him to give 5000 rupees So, if you remember that scene when Amitabh says, I have given him 2,000, which is what is required of me legally, right? I'm like, yeah, I agree. I kind of agree, you know. So, I like the fact that there was no black and white. It made you think, you know, coming out of the movie. That is amazing because that's what Rishikesh Mukherjee does with movies. He makes you think. Exactly.
1: And I'm sure growing up, I don't remember, but I'm 100% sure majority of the moral compass lied with Rajesh Khanna's character, Right the world agreed with him. The world wanted that where you should feel for the people who are suffering, you should feel, and you should, there isn't anything wrong with that. But who is deciding how much you should feel? Because it's not like they are just like leaving them to die of hunger, which they are, but you know, the whole, like, and I agree that the, burden of that is not on the person running the business the burden of that is on the government and the laws,
0: which which amitab's dad also says
1: says exactly so if the law changes and they don't abide by the law then that would be incorrect but then of course like you know we also know that people who have money they also have influence in making those laws So, that aspect is also there. So, yes, we are not completely ignorant.
0: So, I love when movies do that when, you know, they show both sides and they let the people think for their sake of it. I love the movie.
1: So, yeah, and I loved it too when I was watching it now. And I was like, oh, my God, I remember this being my least favorite Rishikesh Mukherjee movie because, you know, usually whenever Khoopsurat would come on, Chupke, Chupke would come on, I would be like number one person in front of the television. But when Namak Haram came on, even eh word Namak Haram also, right? You know, you don't like, now everything goes and I, I use a really bad swear words very easily. I don't live with my parents anymore. <laughs> but I couldn't use the word Haram in my life. Like, so the fact that that word was in the movie, I was like... It automatically sounds like
0: a bad movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or too much of a fight. You know, I don't like too much of masala. I like masala movies, but when there are fight scenes, dishum dishum happening, I just forward there. Them wasn't, just
1: there wasn't caught. much There was not, fighting. exactly. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. But the word, but the title of the movie makes you think of, oh, there's going to be a fight, you know, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, it's completely different and...
1: I just felt the title was very heavy-handed. Like, Namak Haram. Like, I was like, why? Like, you know, why? All these other movies have such nice titles. Like I keep saying the same three names over and over again. But like, Namak Haram actually means someone who is uh, ungrateful. You know, that's the meaning of this, uh, phrase. Someone who, who you've given salt of your house, which is like you fed them something and they turn back and like kill you or something. I guess I just have a gripe with this title. I like, why is it called Namakarao? <laughs> like, I just don't like it. It should have called, like, called something about friendship or something about money or... Mm.
0: <laughs> should we go into fashion?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we should. <laughs> huh? We should go into fashion. Which was my favorite thing about the movie? What did you think?
0: I'll let you speak because then I'll, all I'll have to say is like, me too, me too. <laughs> okay, so I think we everybody knows. I remember, you know, whenever we speak about 70s movies or even 60s movies, we are always going gaga over fashion. We've never had a movie in the 60s or 70s where the fashion was atrocious. Maybe very like handful or even like maybe 5% of it maybe. But otherwise, it's just been classy. And that's, that holds true for this. I movie. can't
1: recall. I can't recall a movie where we
0: said the... I mean, we commented on people's hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the one thing that I've written for fashion was the very first scene of Amitabh when he returns from prison after 14 years. So he's, you know, a lot mature and a lot older. And he has these big rimmed glasses which is so in fashion now. People wearing those big rimmed glasses. I was like, oh my god, that is so on point and so 70s. <laughs> and he was wearing dhoti kurta. Yeah, Amitabh. Sigh. Yeah. yeah, we have to talk about Amitabh. I think it's just by default. This Amitabh is so hot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the season on him. We should talk about him. <laughs> oh, his hotness, yeah. Yeah, I, I loved... Okay, so there was this Very, very stark contrast, you could see. There was 70s decor throughout the movie. And there's 70s rich home decor and then the poor home decor. And there's like, you can clearly see these people are rich. These people are real poor. These people are middle class. And in this movie, there's no middle class shown. They're shown ultra rich. And oh my God, their decor is to die for. There are these spiral staircases. And mid-century furniture. Mid-century furniture, the old camera, the disc player, the harmonium, the... Oh my God, everything. Everything you'd find in an antique store now and buy million dollars. It's all there. And then there's this poor decor where, you know, the houses haven't been painted. It's like uh, made of brick. It's unfinished. People are sleeping on the floor or they are sleeping on like uh, cane jute kind of beds and... Like, really minimalist. They have, like, one glass for water per person, one plate per person, one spoon per person, and, you know, that. And it's not unrealistic. It's not like they're exaggerating it to show you that how poor these people are. That's exactly how it happened. They have to eat the food, clean the dishes, and then eat, again, dinner in the same... There was
0: no luxury of, oh, I'll do the dishes tomorrow. You can't, because you will not have dishes to cook or eat. (laughs) Exactly.
1: And then besides that, of course, Amitabh Bachchan's suits, man, those double-breasted blazers and purple tie and brown suit that I think he repeats a couple of times in the movie. And I always love when people repeat clothes in movies. So, yeah, his clothes. I mean, I don't have much to talk about Rajesh Khanna, the only people who wore something which is surprising because Rajesh Khanna is the one who usually got...
0: yeah. But here, true to the story and his character, because he's a factory worker, he's he's mostly seen in his uniform, you know, that you wear to the factory. Otherwise, he's just seen in regular, like, pyjamas. Yeah. Like, kurta.
1: And I loved, loved, loved Simi's
0: sarees. Yes, I was coming to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Especially, like, the two sarees that I really like. First one is the yellow one, which I think is the first one she's wearing when he meets her. And then the second one is a lavender color one. And I was like, so beautiful and she looked beautiful so classy
0: so graceful and classy when she was talking I was like I can never be this woman (laughs) you know when she was talking like every word is it has the right amount of space and intonation and everything (laughs) I don't even say
1: my words properly I don't even enunciate
0: (laughs) yeah my words come out together you know like the second word merges with the third word
1: (laughs) yeah and it's like just ironic that we have a podcast (laughs) and reka oh my god she looks so different she was so forgettable (laughs) i'm sorry she had absolutely no character arc she had absolutely nothing going in this movie like it was a waste a unfortunate waste and did you notice they don't have like Amitabh and Rekha have not a single scene together in the movie not a single scene there is one scene where you know okay spoiler alert guys if you haven't seen this movie Rajesh Karna dies so <laughs> Rajesh Karna has died and you know Amitabh Bachchan is coming to see him and Rekha is in that room she leaves right as soon as he enters like she's crying and I was like like there is no overlap I mean they are in that same room but they don't have a scene together. Like, then they don't have a dialogue together. They have, don't have a scene where they're even looking at each other.
0: Like, yeah, and also there's another scene where I think Amitabh is kind of spying on the friend. He just happens to see them together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Yeah. they have no interaction. I
1: mean, yeah, she's around there. <laughs> it's not like she's... The, but they're like, yeah, they don't have a scene together
0: together. All before she became Rekha. She's, she still has a, you know, chubby face and she looks very different.
1: Very different. She hadn't yet had that makeover and, you know, stuff. Yeah. And Amitabh Bachchan actually didn't doesn't even have any songs in the movie. Like, which very conveniently, let's start talking about songs and music.
0: <laughs> sure, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he doesn't even have any songs. And I was like, actually, he has a love interest, so to say, Simi. But they don't have a song together. I mean like how? So, but did you like any songs? What do you think about the music? Two songs. I've
0: always liked these two songs.
1: <laughs> I yeah. have to like
0: one past those two songs. I think that's everybody's favourite. I don't even have to say.
1: I'm sure they are them. mine. You can say yeah. and then I can say <laughs> me too.
0: <laughs> or you say it and then I'll say me too. <laughs> the first one is obviously the first song of the movie where it's just Amitabh and Rajesh Khanna singing to each other. Or it's just <laughs> <I know>. singing. <laughs> Romancing. <laughs> yeah. So it's the age of this. I love the song so much and then the second song that I like is Nadia Se, Daria.
1: Se Daria
0: yeah <laughs> those are the two songs that i really really like and yeah
1: yeah and i think um yeah i like the both of these two songs and like i said you can say which ones and then i'll just say me too and that'll be done but i found it interesting because even though gulzar had written the dialogue and the story did not write the lyrics um and if i have my favorite lyricist after gulzar is anand bakshi and Anand Bakshi is the one who wrote the lyrics for this, and I was like, "Wow, that's amazing!" Like he, I mean, even these words, right? So my only, I love the songs. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the song, the music, the lyrics, everything, perfect, perfect, perfect. But it didn't make sense in the movie. Huh. Like you know, like the first song which you said, the De Jalte I mean, great song, but why is Rajesh Khanna randomly singing it and Amitabh Bachchan randomly recording it? It's not even like he's a singer or he goes on radio and just sings as a hobby or some nothing. And then again, Nadia said that it doesn't make any sense that song is there. Like the lyrics are not making any sense in that scenario for both of these songs.
0: I know, I know Hindi movies have or Indian movies have songs randomly placed in between, but there is at least some kind of something happening. You know, this is just really random. And you'll, we, you'll know what we mean when you actually watch the movie and you're like, Oh, that came out of nowhere, literally. <laughs> uh,
1: the song being there randomly, I'm okay with because I'm, you know, I'm born with that. So I know that, you know, I know there is this random space now a song is going to come, but usually there is a thread of something that is continuing. It could be a word. It could be a phrase they use, a friendship. Or thing, they're falling
0: in love.
1: Or they're teasing each other something fighting something nothing this is because these are such romantic songs slash like philosophical songs it would have made more sense if there was like a scene where something which required the person to become suddenly very philosophical or you know go into i don't know melancholy or something this was like two friends are very happy and then they are suddenly
0: like Speaking of that song, you know the video recorder that was used in the scene? I read that it actually belonged to um, Rajesh Khanna, apparently. Oh. So, I was like, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. He, they brought their own props. <laughs> yeah. The only
1: song in the movie, which was the crappiest song, but it made sense, was the song on voting. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me realize, like, you know how last time we had said that we have a song on knives, guys. Knives. Like, Jayab. Padri is singing a song about how to sharpen knives. And now we have a song on voting. Where, Where in the world will you find a song on voting? Interesting. Yeah. I'm actually going to make a list of all of these songs, like the most random songs out there. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to scenes, which is your favorite scene or interesting scenes. I actually
0: had a lot of scenes that I loved. A lot and lot, a lot. And then I just stopped writing because I was like, I'll just tell everyone to just watch the movie and enjoy (laughs) it. Because because just the writing itself, like we had mentioned, you know, it's obviously by Gulzar. But just the writing itself is so, so tight. And it's a 2 hour and 15 minute movie, I think. And I really didn't get bored at all. I didn't zone out, you know. It was just like tightly written. I loved it. So one of the scenes that I absolutely loved was this scene... Um, Like, I think it's in the beginning of the movie when they're trying to show their friendship and establish their friendship. And, you know, both of them get drunk and come home to Amitabh's house, which is a rich house. And they're just completely drunk and they have this amazing chemistry. And also, I think um Amitabh and Rajesh Khanna they have this chemistry. You know, even in Anand, you know, yeah. they, you, they can totally sell it to you that they are friends. Yeah, You feel like they're friends even in real life too. I don't know about that. But, you know, it just feels like that. And, you know, they're just playing off each other and it's so well written and so funny and so cute, you know, I just love the scene. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I remember that one.
1: So the, my, I mean, I, like you said, I felt the whole movie was so well, uh, written and the screenplay so well executed that it's hard for me to pick a single scene. I can comment on, you know, superlative performances by everyone and Again, one of those movies where even the smaller characters or people who are just there to tie the scene from one to another, I remember them and they made sense why they are there, whether the person, whether it's Raza Murad or whether it's Durga Khote or my favorite Durga Khote or Asrani or A.K. Hungal or all of these people, like they are just not there randomly. They are there. They're solving a purpose in the story and I remember all of them. Even I don't know A.K. Hangul's daughter who plays the daughter in the movie, but I even remember her. So it was very hard for me to be like, which is my favorite scene? I can't recall. But I do remember one scene where I was like really amused. This is right before when they're getting drunk, the scene which you're talking about. They are at a courtesan's place. They're dancing. And now they want an encore, right? They want them to dance again. And there's this other gentleman who's like, oh, great. I'll also sit and watch this encore. And they're like, no, this has to be a private performance. We don't want you to be there. And, you know, they're having a problem with that. And the owner of that courtesan's house, she comes and she's like, I don't want this ruckus around. And then she literally slaps them. (laughs) And I was just amused because she slaps Amitabh Bachchan and Amitabh Bachchan. And she pulls him up and throws him. And you can tell it was real. It wasn't like, she literally dhakka maros him and she falls. And I rewind and saw it again and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the most satisfying scene ever. <laughs> because when in the world will you get a chance to hold an actor's collar and be like, you know, dhakka maro
0: him. <laughs> you think Rega keeps playing that on loop? <laughs>
1: Or maybe Jaya Bhadri for all yeah, I know. Or
0: maybe or. Oh God, I remember. And that. she slaps
1: Rajesh Khanna as well. So I was just like laughing, and I was very amused by that scene. But overall, I'll say like I really, really bought into Amitabh Bachchan's performance because it is so it's so nuanced and well done, and it is hard to believe that you know he he I mean he just done few movies before, and I you know I feel like. Just till 1972, he wasn't hot. And then come 1973, he became hot. (laughs) And I was like, uh, we watch Anand and he's like a total dhondhu. Like not interested, not interested.
0: But even Anand, I really liked him. He was like so... uh, But he was dhondhu. I know, but
1: I but still so cute. (laughs) But not like, I would not use the word sexy for him. No, not Cute is subjective, you know. You could be attracted to a dhondhu and that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, Bonus also deserve love. I'm not, but I'm like, what happened? Like one year and his whole body language has changed. His expressions have changed. He's got swagger. The dude's like killing it. And he's like, that's it. I have decided I'm Amitabh Bachchan from today. <laughs> yeah. Like, so... I could really relate to the character. And I think I could also really relate to the character he was playing of being like this really bratty, rich boy. And I was like, yeah, you know what? You're selling it to me. And I I loved it. And you know that one scene where uh, this is towards the end where uh, Rajesh Khanna and they have had a fight and Amitabh Bachchan says that you have to choose. Either you choose these village people or you choose me. And then you know, Rajesh Khanna is in that moral predicament, and he, and I was like, I'm with Amitabh Pachun. I would be that friend who would make you choose, and if you didn't choose me, I would leave you, and I will, I refuse to rise up to the okay,
0: to the moral occasion. I will be that petty person. Yeah, it's interesting that you mentioned that scene because that scene, but after that fight, and Simi Garaval, she comes into the room. That part is my favorite. Because, you know, she comes into the room and she she's like, oh, is he, is he that friend that you keep talking about? And, you know, that's when they've had this fight. So Amitabh is like, oh, obviously, get out, you know. He's really yeah. angry and he says, yeah. get out. And then, so Rajesh Khanna is that cool-headed friend. So he's kind of telling Simi that, yeah, you know, he's my, you know, we are friends. But right now, you know, we are having a fry You know, we're on a break sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah. So well done. And, you know, and then... And then Amitabh, obviously, he's still mad and he again screams, get out. And then he leaves. So, like I said, everything was so well done. There was no overacting because you could actually see somebody when they're mad, you know, like screaming like that. Like he's screaming, Amitabh Bachchan is screaming all the time. And also he's very, uh, like his character is, like you had mentioned, a rich brat. So, he thinks that, you know, you know how brats are. So, he's always like very... He, very screamy and yelling, you know, when he's angry. And Rajeshkana keeps telling him, you know, it's okay, Aram, say you know, talk slow, talk, talk in a normal voice. But and when Rajeshkana is yelling, he says, you know, calm down. So I thought their friendship was very sweet, keeping a check on each other, kind of friendship that which was, yeah, I I could totally relate to that friendship.
1: I could too. I mean, and you know, it's not that they don't address it because Rajeshkana's sister says that you know it doesn't look good that you're just living off him. And, you know, he's like, and he is aware of it. He's like, yeah, I am like that. What, like, you know, what do we care what other people think? I, you know, he treats you like he, you are his sister. He treats our mother well. So he's just a brother and he's just, you know, just because he has money, I don't feel like our friend. I mean, I can't, like, explain it better, but in the movie they address it and... And you see where you're, where they're coming from. You know that Rajesh is not just being a leech. He's not just like hanging on to him for his money. Is that they're in it together. Even the scene where they both go for a job and they're making some cartoons. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. <laughs> that is, that is such a Gulzar thing. I felt like that was like right out of Gulzar's space. because he has this thing like, you know, where people are sitting and then sketching and then you see it's something else like, it was very. That's a good scene. It was a very 70s scene, I think, because people didn't have phone. People didn't have anything. They
0: all they had to do was with their like that pen and really paper. Entertainment, I know. <laughs> and also, uh, one more thing that obviously because we had just finished watching Zanzir and then you know we were watching this, so both of them are angry, you know, Amitabh. But that anger, the first movie's anger was he, you know, he was fighting against the society, and in this movie, he was part of that society that he was against. You know, and both of them are, he's angry, but for different reasons. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that was, that was nicely done. And at no point are you getting really irritated with Amitabh, maybe because he's hot. Yeah.
1: And you know, like, you would assume that the movie, I think people didn't expect it. And I think even the creators didn't expect it. But when the movie came out, Amitabh Bachchan ended up becoming the hero versus, you know, usually the hero is always... Rajesh Khanna and you know even in Anand he dies but then he lives on and you only remember him but when Namak Haram came around and I don't know whether it was the writing or whether it was the hangover from Amitabh's previous movie that people were just like in love with Amitabh at that time but he was the he was a person people remember and from there he became an anti-hero right like he's not the hero so if you had to say like He's the one who played a anti-hero first before anybody else?
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: Hmm. Because he was not like playing to the strength of those larger than life hero. Because those are what, that was what Rajesh Khanna was, right? Like the good person, the person who's trying to do good for the people and fighting for the union and...
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And then uh, can I talk about one more scene? So this is the very last scene. So it has a lot of spoilers. But yeah, so you know, Rajesh dies and then he goes to prison because he says that I killed him, even though he did not, but he wants to pay for, you know, whatever he's done. So he just says that he killed him and he is in prison. And first Simi Garvel comes to meet him and then A.K. Hangul comes to meet him. And then the dad comes to meet him. I thought that was such a well-written scene. Oh my gosh, why don't we make Hindi movies like that anymore? <laughs> <I> don't <laughs> why don't we know. write such amazing dialogues? It's such a beautiful three or four minute scene where, you know, the dad is obviously there. And dad, the first thing he asks is, did you do that for me? Did you say that, you know, did you say... You killed uh, Rajesh Khanna because, you know, otherwise I'll get caught. So Amitabh clearly says, no, I did not because I know that you will get away with it because you're rich, mm-hmm. you know, and that's very true for India even now. If you have the money, you can get away with it. So he says, I did not do it. I did it, you know, because I want to pay for, you know, whatever I've done. And then, you know, so they have this thing and there's no harsh music, background music, which I absolutely loved because they're just letting the words speak for themselves And then, uh, yeah, and then he turns and goes. Obviously, dad is broken. You can see it in his body language, and he's turning and going. And then Amitabh says, "Dad," and he turns back and he says, "Take care of yourself." Oh my God, Tanvi! I don't know. It was so beautifully written. Yeah, I feel like you know we just generalize Hindi movies and we're like, ah, it's so dramatic, it's and all that. But there are these scenes which are beautifully written. You know, I've said this before, but
1: I feel you know we 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 keep saying Hindi movies is so dramatized. We are
0: very traumatic people. Have you seen us? Have you met me? Have you seen us when we were with family? Oh my God, we're all yelling at each other. I mean, just
1: listen to our podcast. Even this is so dramatic. Just like,
0: after every two
1: seconds, (laughs) we're like, oh my God. Oh, this, oh that. It's like, I don't even know any other form of existence unless I, you know, (laughs) if something is happening and if I don't make a big declaration about it. (laughs) Did it even happen? Did I even say something? Do I even exist? (laughs) Do I even exist? I mean, just how many times have we said that, you know, like all our mothers have a handbook. They all say the same things. Even our fathers. I'm so surprised when sometimes I see how everybody's fathers just react the same way, like 99%.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: So, I just wanted to, one last thing, share a trivia. Like, so Amitabh Bachchan's father is played by Om Shivpuri. We've seen him in several movies and, like, people watch him, they'll know, yes, that's the character. So, do you remember that movie, uh, Aakhe with Chunky Pandey and Govinda? Yeah, yeah. So, his, his daughter was in that. Uh, his name is Ritu Shivpuri. Alright, so, that's about it. We clearly love Namakharam. and, uh, growing up, our, our opinion has changed about it. This is not our least favorite Rishikesh Mukherjee movie anymore. (laughs) I don't think I have a least favorite Rishikesh Mukherjee anymore. Like, I just have favorite Rishikesh Mukherjee movies now. All right. So if you have seen this movie, please let us know what your thoughts are. Did you agree, disagree with us? And if you have not seen it, we highly, highly recommend it. And as always, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with our next episode. You can catch us on Instagram at moviewala podcast and on Twitter at moviewala pod bye bye